I showed that. Nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. You're listening to Ain't Nobody Listening on Oman FM and with me in the studio is Fahed Al-Abri aka Caveman Graham. Welcome. Hi. And the khabar where? Well, we're online. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're okay. recording. Welcome to the studio. Thank you. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know Caveman Graham, you are the handstand guy. I feel like that is um, an easy introduction mm-hmm. and also a very surface introduction of who you are. Mm-hmm. But I think for those of you, for those who are listening who are not familiar with the name instantly maybe that the handstand guy like yeah the guy who stood in front of the the moon with the, with the handstand oh, yeah. Yeah, i love catchy. that picture by okay. the way well thanks to ghazali mashallah yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like the moon guy <laughs> he's a great photographer too ghazali so yeah. he made but really what you're known for is being an environmentalist and you this thing that you do with handstand mm-hmm. is uh, in my opinion an entry for people to actually see what's behind the message. And so what is the message that you're portraying to people? Because I know you're very passionate about uh, the things that you are working on. To be honest, I always believed uh, a healthy mind and a healthy body and a healthy environment. Mm. They're all connected. It's just the fact that people always promoted healthy mind and a healthy body. And sometimes it feels like the environmentalism in denial. And people are ignoring deny, it. ignoring it ignoring it and on all the commercial concepts was connecting uh, mind and body mind and body but there's nothing about the environment been mentioned around it to be fair i feel like there's lots of talk about the environment the problem that i've witnessed is it became a political issue and i don't understand mm. why there are p- political sides if you believe that uh, global warming is going to happen and if you don't but why is this just not scientific you know There, mm. there are certain facts presented by um, scientists. Let's look at the facts and keep our politics aside and just talk about uh, uh, the environmental issues that we're facing. Do you feel like you face that when you're spreading your message here in Oman? Um, to be honest, Oman was always kind of a fair platform to promote the message. It's just people, how they understand and appreciate the message. Mm. Of course, when you're saying it could be political, that's I would refer back to um, um, the economic system here, where, where people appreciate more businesses more than they care about the environment. And uh, if you're going to ask me about climate change, if it's going to happen or not, I will tell you climate change has been always happening. Mm. whether we exist on it or not, since dinosaurs wouldn't happen. Right. And so climate change actually exists, but we just as a humans, we accelerate the process. And the reason of acceleration, the process mm. is our manufacturers, our lifestyle that's highly increasing the carbon emissions on the sky and the clouds and stuff like that, yeah. and the atmosphere in general. And that's what created increase in the temperature. So... You're going to go back every time you're going to tackle environmental problem. Mm. And in direct way, you're going to also attack some industrial um, businesses that could have effect their economic, which therefore it could be political in some point. Right. Um, now, not everyone will understand this, but people who doesn't really practice a lot in the industrial and let's just say um, who their education is I would say 
higher school, mm -hmm. nothing really more than that. And only know how to read and to write. They will never look at that. They will only look at the environment at the source of how to make money to catch up with the lifestyle and the expenses. Could you explain that to me? I don't think I understand. A fisher, yeah, a fisherman, he will not care a mm, lot mm. about how to keep the sea clean. The fisherman, he will care about how to eat and to feed his family as well. Right. Right. So he will look so at... So you talk to them about saving the environment. They're like, listen, I got to make a living. Yeah. And then right. on the other side, you're going to see uh, the companies are drinking water plastic. But mm -hmm. look, like, this uh, is the, what I'm really having against. Uh, this is what I'm having a problem with. <laughs> drinking from a plastic bottle of water <laughs> in front of me is a big problem. Listen, look, we had this conversation no, before the I'm, show. And you know what? You're right. Um, we have been lazy about this. And mm. me personally, I have been lazy about this. Um, Um, I do have a reusable bottle at home. Well, and guess use what? Use it. I use it. Yes, I just don't yeah. understand. Can use I still it. take a sip of this water, use though? Have sip. I mean, it's the water have inside. Sip, but just think about how much damage you would do. Yeah. Ah. Yes, think about I'm going to make you drink this water with whole guilt about it. But this is actually the problem in every sip you have this water we're facing a problem with. Because the question will be like, where this plastic is going to be next? Where is it going to be, man? It's not in your stomach, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Other than the fact having... I'm not going to start talking about the microplastics and stuff like this. But, hey, look, the more mm. you put pressure on plastic restrictions, water companies that produce bottled waters, mm -hmm. they will be in the first line of having damage as well. Because, oh, they, yeah, they would not know how... Because they, they, they sell plastic in mm -hmm. general. If you're going to look at it, they just take the water and they sell plastic. And yeah, we, we really hope to find some solutions to recycle and to facilitate recycling in our society because that's good. Once it becomes part of an economic cycle, yeah, it will be more understandable. I would love to circle back to this point. I'm not evading it okay. because I, I said it before the show. Yeah. Because you, you came into our department, you saw the plastic bottles that were on the table. Yeah. And you immediately commented on that. And you know what? I was immediately embarrassed because I knew you're right. <laughs> this, is, this is the Ministry of Information. And I believe yeah. our offices as well should be the yeah. reference point of how ethically we should... I wouldn't say represent our lifestyle mm -hmm. or our work ethics. I would say this is how we should live. Yeah. Values. Values. The problem is once once the money comes before values, mm. we start to lose things that we appreciate around us. Right. We don't appreciate things around us. And sometimes it's just complacency, don't you think? It's it's mm. it's not conscious even. You're mm. you're you're in the Uh, what is it called rat race of life and then it's exactly what you said it's actually setting real values and being conscious about that so perhaps all of us or a lot of us do believe that plastics are bad for the environment mm -hmm. but have we really said to ourselves this is a value that we'll be setting here at work you know what yeah because we just think about how to consume Yo, That's can, cut to me cut to me <clears throat> guys from now on here in Oman FM we shall set a new value plastic bottles No. Yes. Okay. No plastic bottles, please. We're saying it on air. Yeah. And if anyone visits us and sees plastic bottles, and I'm not talking about the other stations, I'm not responsible for the other stations. I'm, mm. I'm on FM. If you see them, if you see something, say something, if you will. Khalas, Khalas, I'm, I, I'm, I say it in a public it. platform. That, I, thank you. Thank and it, you. it shall be a value. Thank you. Because I agree with you, but I, it never occurred to me. It's laziness, really. We should not let laziness go in our way, really. Laziness is a sin in some point. Yeah.
It is. Mm. Uh, it it actually is. I think it's like the, one of the seven dead, dead deadly sins. sins. Yeah. What is it? The sloth. The right? sloth. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about your initiative, Move Green, which has been making waves. What is it about exactly? Move Green. So the way how it started, it it's an environmental initiative to promote uh, environmental awareness mm. through love. This is how I put it in the beginning, although it sounds hippie a bit, but... Listen, I'm all about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're on the right page. But yeah, I mean, um, it started after a small little ukulele jingle I wrote. مطلوب للعدالة للعدالة يا تارك القمامة مطلوب للعدالة Let's go. الأرض علينا أمانة So yeah, that's where it started. Man, people either love this or hate this song because of how often they hear it. You and know? the most important thing, it's in their head. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's what I know. It's a success because it's seeded there. Yeah. You know? My, my cousin particularly is like, this song is driving me insane. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know... Whether they hate it or like it, it's yeah. a message, I believe. It should be catchy in everyone's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see it always as a message more than a ukulele jingle or any other different mechanisms. Mm-hmm. I had very, very funny events that I I played it and sometimes it was welcomed and sometimes it was not welcomed only in a certain way. Like how? Right. <laughs> So, uh, you know, music always about bringing people together, singing it together, but, and that what happened. And this was, I think, in uh, the Omani environmental day. Okay. So I said to myself, hey, I'm just going to take, give the Move Green guys a break, and why not celebrate uh, the Omani environmental day with every environmental initiative I can around me? Like how? Oh, now I'll tell you. Okay. So ESO had their cleanup and other hiking teams, they had their cleanups and other initiatives had their cleanups. And mm. and I've been following them in social media and then I saw for a sudden some of them were actually celebrating it in Shat al-Hail. And some of, because Shat al-Hail apparently every time it needs a cleanup. Even now we've been receiving messages about it. However, I'm going to come back to that later. Mm-hmm. And um, some other ones next to the mangroves said to myself... Um, Okay, I'm going to go to all these initiatives and their cleanups, mm-hmm. and I will join them for 15 minutes as we are doing the cleanups. I'm going to sing with them, Matlub Ladala. Nice. And to empower that. Yeah. It went very well with everyone, and I collected videos, 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 and then put them as Oman Environmental Day celebration. However, pretty one pretty of brilliant these, idea, man. Think, okay. I mean, this is what art is art is a medium. Yeah. Yeah. In one of these initiatives, we have the Motowa people, which it has all the respect. They don't love singing. Right, right. They believe Fair in enough. Anashid. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. And this is when I saw three to four people behind and their friends were asking them to join and they are rejecting it because it's singing. Mm. Here, I respected their will. Yeah. I dropped the ukulele down mm-hmm. and I said, today we are not singing Matlub Adala. We're doing Nasheed Masalla. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And did it work? It did work. Wow. It did work because as again, art is a medium. And yeah. I I had to change sometimes because we have the, to the objection is the, the musical instrument. So yeah. once you remove that then khalas, it's, Yeah, it's and to not, me again the right. most important thing was the message. And yeah. and as long we find ways how to can we can collaborate on message. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, 
what would you say is the biggest uh, objective of Move Green? Yeah, okay. So you, we understand you want to raise awareness on these matters, mm. but these matters are, it's wide and vast. Mm. Uh, do you have any specific focus? Yeah. Mm. I mean, in this very recent moment, uh, I'm really looking at enriching the Arabic uh, language more with... Um, ways how we can communicate environmental awareness better to an arabic speaking audience yeah because mm. i think there's there's a huge gap mm-hmm. between the arabic language and catching up with the environmental uh, um, challenges and with the english language you can see in the english language and because of many big international big platforms they mm. have already created some concepts and some words even but we don't see that in the arabic and sadly we end up in the arabic borrowing that which i have no problem with do you have an that. example of that uh, well when it comes to english because english is a very practical language you can see uh, let's just say the word play and then you have replay right so they used recycle which is cycle yeah, to recycle yeah. reuse right. re but in the arabic language we don't have that like iada iada but you can see it's rather than iada it's a full word maybe uh-huh. we can find something in between anyhow right one word one word or something <laughs> to make it more practical yeah right or maybe there's something we need to search within more do you really feel like these um these grammatical rules of, of the arabic language is uh, somewhat plays a limitation in, in communicating these concepts absolutely to because the moment you name them means yeah. you honor them Interesting. Yeah, the moment you name something, you honor that value. And once you honor that value, it becomes cultivated. And this is what we're looking for. And I think this is where the gap of why is it very difficult to cultivate such environmental concepts is because we couldn't find the chance to honor it very well. Mm. And and that's that's what I believe we should focus at. We should focus on finding ways how to cultivate mm-hmm. these um, concepts that really makes our lifestyle more environmental and modernized. So, aside from the fact that you want to get this message out to an Arabic-speaking audience, which I think is admirable, mm. but what are the specifics of this message? Aside from care about your environment, mm. do you have because the environment? It could be plastics, it could be global warming, it right. could be oceans. It right. could, so is there anything that you personally gravitate towards or something that Move Green gravitates towards? Well, uh, to be honest, um, I looked so much into art, mm. arts in general, because arts, um, again, it's a medium. And I will always be happy to contribute and to collaborate with any artist to pursue a message. Mm-hmm. Now, um, uh, can can you show people your ukulele? Yeah, because that's I think that can. Yeah, look, this is a great example of what happened. The, this ukulele, actually, I got it as a gift from a friend. Right. Because he realized that my previous ukulele was damaged, and the art by and then this the artist, artist yeah, was uh, was done by an artist. Her name is Wishdan. You can AKA know Fishbowl, Fishbowl Art. Fishbowl Art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've been following her and for years. This is to me. It's just uh, I would say it's it's a nice it's, it's a nice gift. Yeah, it's a beautiful, wonderful gift to what I'm doing, and this is what keeps me going. Mm. This is what keeps me going, and. Uh, we're going to be playing that later, huh? Yeah. So stay tuned. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so 
I love I love to continue in advocacy through art, and this is what I realized I've been doing lately because I didn't realize what I've, what's been happening. The move green itself, I didn't initiate it as like constructing it. Uh-huh. It happened after the song of Motlub Al Adala. Few friends who become now friends, which used to be strangers, who called me to join them in their bleach cleanups and do and sing with the Motlub Al Adala. Mm. And uh, I just uh, had to. I ditched them once. <laughs> yes, because I was like, who's gonna wake up at 4 a.m. to go and meet me in Duwar Wadaday, which is Wadaday roundabout? Not me, that's and, for sure. Yeah, and go all the way to Sifa, 4 a.m. Who would go there? <laughs> and I don't know these people. Then I felt bad because uh-huh. they believed so much in what I have done and they felt connected to it. And I was like, hey, okay, guys, next week I'm coming. Fahad, are you sure you're coming? I'm mm. like, yes, I'm coming. And then the moment I was thinking maybe to ditch it for the next time, I was like, no, I should, I should really go there. Mm. I don't know them. They believe in the message. I want to send this message more. And I went to, to, to this message and I find almost 40 cars wow. waiting. Yeah. And I was like, wow. What were, they, what were they there to do exactly? They were there waiting to go like a raid. To, to do what? To go for a cleanup ah. in Sifa. Nice. That's beautiful. Very beautiful. And then we end up having a cleanup. And after the big, massive cleanup, I saw a few of them holding a flag, had my little caveman ah. logo written next to it, move green. That was, is yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for those of you just listening to this conversation, this is also visual. In case you're confused with what's happening, mm. uh, just follow us on Instagram at armanfm.om. Okay, continue. Yeah. <laughs> We're back in the show. We're back in the show. Just plug, plug. So yeah, that's beautiful, man. Yeah. So then, how did you wait? We've got to pause here for a second right. because if it was me, I'd probably be crying in that moment. <laughs> no, it's very emotional, but to me, it was scary because yeah. it's another burden I have to carry on my shoulder, mm. and I felt it was needed because I already have my handstand venture, right? And I wanted to focus more into my handstand venture, and then I was like, okay, now I have to think about how I'm gonna manage a group. Because suddenly I'm on a WhatsApp, then suddenly I'm on a WhatsApp admin. Now, here we go. And like, hey, guys, let's have a meeting about this. Let's talk about this. I'm prob- I don't feel comfortable about this. Let's just sit down. And yeah. they're like, no, we have to sit to you, this, this and that. I'm like, okay. Uh, we had a few meetings and they, they insisted to be having me as an admin to it. And I'm like, okay, so are you guys really keen to go every weekend? And that's BC. BC means before Corona, not mm, before Christ. Okay, okay, right. So, <laughs> that's the new BC, right? Yeah. So I was like, "Are you guys really willing to go every weekend for cleanups around Oman and Oman?" Mm. They were like, "Yeah." Like, okay, and it happened every weekend since then until COVID happens. You go and clean up a different spot. different spots in Oman, and that's stretching out from Sur. All the way to Batana, we were going to Masandam. We had back then also communications with Muasalat that we might even stretch more tours. And as we're doing that, I created a small concept to empower small touristic SMEs mm. that they wanted to get more attraction with people from Muscat. And at the same mm. time, as a reward, they can hike back after they clean up or maybe they can do some kayaking, right. getting them more connected with nature. Well, how does Move Green remain sustainable? Is it purely a, a, a zero revenue, zero profit? Because I have learned with my own initiatives that even though I started with my own money and it was never for profit, eventually you have to pay for things. Mm in order for this to even exist. So you have to re 
helps rethink about it more in a, in terms of business, mm. not necessarily in terms of profit, but mm. in terms of revenue. And uh, it does did move green go through that phase? Honestly, it's just now very recently we're trying to restructure. Uh, Hmm. the move green because I do realize some of ideas like this it needs to be sustainable financially too yeah. and you're right and uh, we have win the trust of the people at the beginning we didn't want to have any financial attachments to it because we just wanted to be more of a medium and a media as well platform where we can promote and empower a behavior mm-hmm. and we believed so much in positive reinforcement the thing with the move green as we going and cleaning up and collaborating with groups that we are hiking we were afraid to be misunderstood that we are not an adventure or a hiking uh, organization yeah so we don't want to go into this politics why is that politics because it seems like the market there is a certain audience will want to follow certain uh, group of people or certain that but mm. i didn't think one i didn't want really to go into that because our message is based on compassion mm. and compassion is basically what helps you to create meaningful connection with something the moment you associate it with money mm. the meaning of something might fall that's why in the start it has to be associated with compassion not money creating more meaningful value once we are mature a little bit about it mm. more and we realize that the core value is the meaning behind what we're doing not the not the money we're trying to generate to exist mm-hmm. then we can act with a, with confidence i can say we can go forward and scale it up to another stage i i had a similar sense also when working on my initiative mm. i and this is from i guess my own flaw looked at money as this um thing that pollutes whatever uh, venture that you're trying to go on um of course i realize how wrong that thinking is now and that money can be a good thing mm. um and it's not about money itself but what you intend to do with it mm-hmm. but the you're right like it feels like when you put that into the equation it at least for some it feels a little you know if dirty you know and, yeah, or I mean, it has the potential of becoming dirty I mean, and about yeah. money instead of about the mission yeah um but at the same time i realize very strongly now that not only that's not the case in fact it's wrong because how do you make real impact when you have no resources yes yeah. there are many ways of getting resources one is people believing in your cause and just congregating and trying to figure it out but then another resource is money um how do we take this a step further what other elements can we bring in in order to amplify our voices so thinking about money in a way that is merely just a tool and not an end to a, uh, an end 100% is very important for especially those who are trying to have impact in the world 100% you see the way how we started because i wasn't sure in the beginning how long to sustain how much people believing in it mm. um i didn't know what's the end vision of every person what do they expect mm-hmm. uh it is very good to take the money out first so people can place their priorities on their head first mm-hmm. i didn't do any kind of a commitment strict commitment into it uh everyone can come and contribute on their capacity right 
which in some point it sounded like a trade space. So some people, rather than money, they can give us something, some services instead. Mm. It's just now when it becomes more mature and, and we everyone got the message around us at least and within us that money doesn't come first. No, we understand that money is going to be a tool. Right. Yeah. Uh, now, even when money is becoming a tool, that doesn't mean we're going to be something to make money from. It's going to be money as a bless. How is that? If you invest on something that brings good to people hmm. and brings something good back to the organization, or, or I would say it's still, it's still a platform with an organization, that's a bless. Something makes good for everyone and for itself entity. That's a bless. And we wanted to make sure that it has to be successful the right way. So it was a good test in the beginning mm. uh, to see what our priorities, to see what our values, how people react with it, how many people can come in with their own capacity to it, mm. because that's going to scale creativity up. And then now I can see with confidence, yeah, as I said again, now money will be the good tool for that. And I feel every every penny will come into it. It's going to be really uh, a bless because we are still keen in, in bringing the awareness into it. Now, who we are targeting, we're targeting all level of society, but we're looking always about kids and youth. Mm -hmm. And what I realized is kids and youth, they always got stuck about doing any kind of initiative or a, or a project with money first. And this is a good message for them that money should not be first. Mm. Passion and compassion. Yeah, and money will follow. And money will follow. It's not. The, it's never the way around. Yeah. All the ideas that start with money first. I like that. Passion and compassion. Hundred percent. Money <laughs> and compassion. They go together. Yeah. yeah. You can be. You can be passionate about something, but if you cannot com be compassionate about it, you may not be able to communicate that. Mm. Wow. Uh, yeah. So. So no money means good, means your best currency and your best assets going to be compassion and compassion. And the moment you grow from these ideas and uh, between brackets, you grow. Fahad, when we come back from the break, I would love to hear your origin story. Okay. We'll be right back. On your nation station, 90.4 FM. We're back. You're listening to Ain't Nobody Listening. I'm your host, Abdullah Ma'wari. And with me today, I'm honored to have Fahad Al-Abri with me. Honor is mine. And if you don't know that name, because he's mostly known as Caveman Gram. Caveman Gram. Caveman Gram. A.K.A. Stan, Ga uh, Stan Hand Guy. Hand Stan Guy. Stan Hand? Stan Hand Guy. No, Stan Hand Guy. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Um, so we spoke earlier about your passion and compassion about the environment and uh, some of the beliefs that you operate under, which I think is very admirable. But I want to go step back. And mm -hmm. even before you even had these conversations about the song or any of that, mm -hmm. when did you find that you had an interest uh, for the environment? Is, did something happen? Was it an incident? Did you always grow up with this? To be honest with you, um, not... As a younger age, it's just, it grew with me the more I started to go for hikes and uh, running outdoors. And as a, as a personal trainer as well, I always encourage people to train outdoors, which build up a more appreciation to nature. Mm. 
in general. And uh, yeah. I think I think that's the moment you connect more with nature and appreciate nature more. Mm-hmm. It be, it create a value to you, and then that value will start to be part of your own values. Right, and then you'll start to question some of the values you used to practice before, mm-hmm. and from there you will start again to. Um, to uh, what's they call it to start to change things around you like plastic bottles mm-hmm. uh, care more about the environment especially from a, from a instructor perspective you will see if there's anything can harm mm-hmm. a human in the beginning but then again once you grow around it you will be like maybe this thing can harm an animal or a tree right you see and it expands it expands and then you become more aware So this awareness that you're talking about mm. is there an age that you associate with when did this happen for It's you It's all look awareness it's about feeling the knowledge the moment I start to feel that I might harm myself through a broken glass or a broken mishkak stick or a broken bottle Man it's so sad when you're in a beautiful outdoor area Yeah look at our beaches are so beautiful yeah. a big whole coast from Asandam to Salala Mhm And then if you want to express yourself from a movement perspective and to run that stretch and you get hurt by something bad, how would you feel? Yeah. That's itself an awareness lesson. Yes, but for you? For me personally, yes. Then when I start to train my clients mm-hmm. and as I'm going outside, I want it to be more of a person who would enjoy more nature. I want it to be more person who would go wild there. But then I realized, hey, yeah. there is something wrong human made has been made in front of me that might harm me yeah and that started literally when i become more physically active that's around 17 18 years Eight, 17 18 years ago when i start to be aware you are no no when i'm 17 18 years uh, aware wait how I start to be aware how old are you now i'm, I'm 34 now <laughs> okay so that's yeah. a long time ago yeah yeah but but again awareness is something you grow mm. like a tree Even though that made me aware, but I didn't think more in depth. I start to think more in depth the moment I still start to realize about and have a, lots of questions about what is the right and the wrong way to express our existence mm-hmm. as humans in, in our world. And of course, the more you grow, you want to establish more, you want to join a profession mm-hmm. to, and then you'll be like, okay, now let's, let's do something more about it. Yeah. And you, you know, something that I always admired about how you went about things, it's never in the traditional way where here's something I have to say, come listen to me. It's never been, I, I, at least what you, I've noticed what you've done. You've used tools that gravitate towards people. Handstand is, to me, genius. Like, Now the using. handstand, yeah, thank you. So Now, when did ha- that start? The handstand was, so look at the handstand itself. Mm. The moment I'm going to put my hands down, I'm going to think first. Is the ground clean or not? Right. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. Then the second thing will be, yeah. am I going to injure my hands or not? Yeah, I right? can see the connection. There. You can see the connection that then, hey, is it appropriate to put a handstand there or not? You see all this, because if I place my hand in the wrong place, I might hurt myself. Or let's just say even from an hygiene perspective, it might hurt myself. But that itself made me to question three times just before I put my hands down there. Like, okay, is it clean or not? Mm. And will I hurt my hands or not? But, and that itself made me 
it's a concept I built and I lived and I'm passionate about it, but made me aware a lot that I have to have a very clean environment before I start to do a handstand. And not just that, a handstand is striking visually when you see that. Yeah. And so... It's uh, the unusual. Yeah. The handstand is the unusual. Most of us, it requires it require lots of strength and balance as well when you do it. And hey, it doesn't need any equipment. And it's very inspiring for, for the kids. And whenever you do it, it catches so much attention. Yeah. And kids love to be part of trying to do something like that, which is so nice to, to see kids trying to be more physically active. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, they want to handstand. But that's also to them. The moment they want to do some handstands, mm-hmm. they will first make sure that the ground that they're going to fall into, it's safe. I love that connection. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 some, to some it might not make sense, but trust me, the moment they start to think how to do a handstand and they place their hands down, they're going to think twice whether this ground is more yeah. properly you know, now, set or not. Every time someone does a handstand, they'll hear in the background, Oh yeah, well, that comes second. That comes second. <laughs> some people know me as Matloub Laadala. Yeah. When did the handstanding begin? The handstand began in 2006. 15. Okay, so th- that is a little later after your awakening, if you will. Yeah, yeah. after the awakening, now let's go to the pre- practical of uh, bringing concepts more into reality and practice more, let's just say, I didn't know it was a concept in the beginning. Okay. I To me, it was a, a growing journey and it was uh, something I'm passionate about. Right. I just want to do it. Just handstand, just handstand. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember your early days. Yeah. And you will see every post on my Instagram, a handstand here, handstand there. And around I just around the it. world. Yeah. yeah. The, and in many countries I went to just to handstand. Mm. And I didn't want anything other than just to express my existence through a handstand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But... Look at the other side. Mm. The other side is, as I'm going that, I start to question myself more. Why am I doing it? Yeah. What is really make me doing it all the time? And that comes back again to the core values of what I really like to do or how do I like to express myself. Was the handstand your transition towards being uh, active in the environment scene? Yeah, and I believed so much in simplicity. I didn't like so much equipment in terms of physical activities. I want I relied more on body weight. Mm-hmm. I find it a very good uh, way to symbolize symbolize mm-hmm. strength and balance into one motion. Yeah. And then I started to build a story around it where I'm doing it to see the world from a different perspective. Yeah. <laughs> and then that, uh, which is true, I mean, it takes so much balance and effort to see things from a different perspective. <laughs> You most of the time we fall, uh, literally and metaphorically. And metaphorically, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's brilliant. Um, and so you were telling me earlier that you had a meeting at some point with um, what was it? The what was the organization? Bia, Bia, right? Um, and I think. If I'm not mistaken, that is your first real foray into the world of environmentalism. True. Yeah. Uh, well, we started one with an ESO through a handstand first. Uh, ESO is Oman Environmental Society. Just to clarify. Yeah. Okay. And they, with them, I started the handstand as my intro in importance of the of the uh, environment mm. through a handstand. But with BIA, they also I had the honor to invited me as a thinker. Mm-hmm. And they had the campaign, Matlub Ladala. 
Well, how did that campaign come about? They, it, it was a success. It was a success, but the well, way how, how did this it originate? Originally started by a photo- photography campaign. You will just see uh, a crime scene. It was dark. I remember that. Yeah, it was dark. <laughs> it was a crime scene. Uh-huh. It was built around mystery. And um, yeah, it was a good, I mean, I don't know, everyone have the perspective of it, but I didn't feel, felt it's very interactive. Yeah, I, remember, I, th- I think if I remember correctly, it was, uh, it starts off with the blue and red from the police uh, yeah. lights and then yeah. the camera pans and it looks like a murder scene, yeah. but then you see trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, yeah. but, but, you know, every, every thought or an idea can communicate a certain audience. Mm-hmm. I twisted it a bit mm-hmm. by writing this little jingle, Matloub al-Adala, Tarek al-Qumama. Which came first, the campaign or the jingle? No, no, the campaign came okay. first. The campaign came first, and then I made the jingle because I believe art is always about collaborative efforts. Mm-hmm. And uh, Always, always? To be honest, uh, some some artists they do their own thing on their computers and that's the art. Well, but, but but again, you get the question: What is the value of art? If it's is it to feed the ego or is it to send a message? To me, it was more about sending the message. Okay, but is there anything wrong to feed the ego? Nothing from, about, yeah. about feeding the ego, but you get to back up your ego too. Yeah. No, but uh, to me, art is a is a message to society. Hmm. to connect together and I use the ukulele as an instrument to communicate more with society and uh, I have to empower environment is a collective effort and sometimes the hardest thing to do is really to bring people to work together really especially when every organization or individuals have their own respect Hmm. And uh, you have to create that mechanism. And art is a medium. So the matloub al-adala, I made it. Yatarik al-qumama. It was a nice. I did it for the kids. Yeah. I had no intention to push and think. The matloub al-adala. If you hear the word of the shingle, it's very strong. Mm-hmm. It's it's not um, a vague. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very clear. Very clear. <laughs> but again, I used a very uh, friendly melody melody in it. Mm-hmm. To, to keep it catchy. Mm-hmm. And then I did my own campaign now, Al-Ardu Alayna Amana, which is, I'm focusing more of, uh, of why we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and again, art is a medium. And the more we capitalize art as a medium, it becomes less egoistic and the message becomes more about yeah. society. Fahad, sometimes I am at a petrol station and uh, um, I've witnessed this a few times. S- someone would very, in a nonchalant way, open up their window and just throw trash. I've seen this. And there is this rage in me when I see that, okay? And it, it almost makes me want to lose hope in humanity. But you are around people who care. Could you share a story with us that can restore some of that faith? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So one of the stories we had in uh, Move Green as we we're doing our cleanups. Uh, we were cleaning up in, I think, Shatil Hail, which I think it still requires so much attention. Mm. And in Shatil Hail, as I'm cleaning up, it just few, few meters, like a one meter from me, a person comes, an older gentleman mm-hmm. in his mid late sixties. He's looking at us cleaning up, and he just came and he finished his water bottle and he threw it hmm. to us 
and he gave us the eye look of you collected <laughs> okay uh-huh and i looked back and i was like i didn't know how to react first yeah i was shocked and then i just slowed down and i said this gentleman if i counter him back with a very aggressive behavior it might make the problem worse so i just kept quiet i took his in front of him hmm. i kept my eye contact with him i put it inside the trash by keeping the eye contact with him and that's to me it was yes it was so awkward <laughs> keeping that eye contact but it was to me uh, a statement yeah and then i looked at my the group we had cleaning up yeah. asking them nobody should react you will face a lot of people coming like that Mm. And the moment he started to make it worse, I picked the plastic bottle and I gave it back to him. I told him, you lost something. Right. And he realized what he did. But, which is most of the scenarios, people will take theirs. Him, he was probably he had a bad day. He just throw it back mm. on the floor. And I didn't, I was like... I don't that's, know. If, I don't that's know. something I will not put my hands on. I just <laughs> took the plastic bottle, I put it in the trash. But then <clears throat> later on, his wife, I think, or some relatives, hmm. she came to clean up with us. Wow. She came and she felt so bad. That's and this brilliant. is what I'm trying to tell everyone. Not everyone will have a good day and a bad day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is always hope of people that they will be better. Sometimes we have to make them aware in a certain way and to to show them that compassion comes first. That's what it comes down to, doesn't it? It's, it's compassion and giving a person the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Maybe you have a bad day. Yeah. You, maybe don't, have, you don't just assume they're horrible human yeah, beings. Yeah, 100%. The, the way, the way if, we, if you're going to respond back always with anger and being very upset about something, and, and that's not going to solve the problem. Yeah. Because there where you kill the dialogue of communicating anything. Right. But here what we're looking for is yeah. how we can reestablish something without hurting something. Look, if I have inf- offended that guy mm-hmm. more or that gentleman, yeah. probably his relevant will be very offended. She will take a wrong impression of us. Right. And she wouldn't be helping. Yes, but she helping. And guess what? Now this older gentleman, whenever we clean and shout al-hail, he joins us. Oh, man. Do you ever speak to him about that story? The first no, I, he speaks about it. Yeah? Yeah, he apologized. He apologized and I didn't make of it any big deal. I was like, don't mention it. It happens. We all have our days. And that just goes to show that compassion is the way. Yeah. Even if you totally disagree with someone and even if what their actions puts this rage in you because sometimes you just it's really it's maddening man like someone opens up their window and just throws trash out it's it's hard to give them the benefit of the doubt it is very hard (laughs) yeah it is very hard and i'm asking anyone to be stupid Mm. and that's i know some people might think this is stupid it's not yeah you are in power if you can give someone the benefit of the doubt you are in power you are in power we become so weak if you react Yes. And most of us are not aware of her reaction. And this is what's happening about us and how we are polluting the environment. It's all the consequences of a bad reaction. Yeah. 
Well, Fred, we're going to go on a quick break, but when we come back, I, and if you don't mind, um, I would love for you to play that beautiful ukulele of yours. Yeah, absolutely. All when right. you're back, when you're back. We'll be right back. On your nation station, 90.4 FM. الأرض علينا أمانة مطلوب للعدالة يا تارك القمامة مطلوب للعدالة الأرض تريد إجابة بيقول الحين Oh this guy is even here in this show Man Ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. <laughs> You're listening to Ain't Nobody Listening. Your host Abdullah Al-Ma'awli and with me in the studio, as you heard, is Fahad Al-Abri, a.k.a. Caveman Graham. And now, Fahad, yeah. this is the song that everyone knows. We need a new EP. It's about time, bro. I'm speaking on behalf of everyone and to say, like, we want a new one. And I heard that you may have another one, which I heard before. But it's newer than Matloub Al-Adala. Yeah, this one for my beloved smokers. Okay, let's, let's, let's do my this. Beloved, my beloved smokers. Wait, it's why again you, in Arabic. Why uh, did you choose smokers? Because it's a, it's, a, it's a common problem in our society, in, yeah. in our Arabic society. Most mm. people smoking, spending more cigarettes. Right. Uh, thinking probably it's the cool thing until they get hook, hooked into it. And then it's not so cool. And that's not so cool. Yeah, it's just life. <laughs> life <laughs> and takes money from yeah. our pockets. And, <laughs> and hey, I need a cigarette. Yeah, let's hear it. The tune is good. Yalla, nruh, nsawi riyadha. كفاية دخان مدواخ وسجارة يلا نروح نسوي رياضة نسبح ونركض ونمشي زيادة يلا نروح نسوي رياضة Who doesn't exercise man? كفاية أمراض والسمة زيادة يلا نروح نسوي رياضة كفاية دخان مدواخ وسجارة I know guys, you might awesome. hate me. Nah, man. Hate me. Listen, man. I love you guys. Haters gonna hate. Potatoes gonna potato. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Man, so what's next for Move Green and for you personally? Personally, next, inshallah, I might go through a self-challenge mm-hmm. to rise more about environmental and health um, awareness in a long-distance run. How long? Not less than 200 kilometers. Whoa, yeah, 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 that's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. let me count, that's like four marathons? Probably, I'm going to do it in five days. On, uh, that's a lot. I know, but five I Five mean, days? Five days, almost, maybe less. But the whole idea of this, I mean, I stretched it out in terms of days so I can make an every stop. Mm. Um, 
more of a, a cleanup or an awareness session to the places I'm going to stop at. Do, do you have an idea of where you're going to start and where you're going to end? Or is that still too early to say? No, well, uh, I do have. I'm not going to announce it now. Yeah. But uh, I'm no exclusives for nobody listening. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be around Silsila Jabal Hagar Gharbi. Ooh. So I'm going to go through the mountains of Jabal Akhdar to Jabal Shams. So, so it's not even a flat surface. No, man. Why are you doing this to yourself? I love the hassle, man. Lish, who hurt you? People who catch lots of plastic bottles. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, honestly, no, no. We, well, look, man. What I, do, what, I realize, what I realized really is I'm really trying to inspire the young generation mm. with the right behavior into what really matters. And the problem is sometimes sometimes we don't really have the right uh, message or the right um, inspirational. Did I say it right? Inspire. Sure, why not? Yeah. Inspirational. Inspirational. inspirational yeah. 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 So we, we need more inspiring um, missions and causes that mm. really can add a true value to our society rather than just something to consume and to add some uh, bad behavior or something unhealthy to our systems. Mm. And this is how I look at it. We need a story. What do you hope that this 200 kilometers would achieve? A good, impactful awareness. And how would it do that? With uh, coverage? Oh, coverage will be there. Uh, yeah. And uh, I'm looking at uh, every stop in this coverage story. Uh, I believe that will be a good amount of run to inspire the power of the message. Mm. And, uh, and about Move Green? Move Green for sure is going to grow itself. I'm going to make it more dependent uh, uh, platform. Mm. And uh, I'm looking for more cleanups. And I really looking forward to collaborate with more artists. I'm looking forward to all yeah, of that. I'm really looking to collaborate for more artists, people. Really quickly, the 200 kilometers, because mm-hmm. it's crazy in my mind. Uh, when is that going to happen, roughly? Is it winter? Cause winter. Yeah? Yeah. And could you let me know? I would love to okay, just Okay, yeah, witness. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you heard it here, folks. Uh, Fahed Al-Abri, thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It was an honor. And I specifically not just appreciate the information you shared, but uh, the compassion and energy that you shared on air and off air. I really do appreciate it. The honor is mine, my friend. Passion and compassion. Passion and compassion. Nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody listening.